to hide your kids, hide your wife, and hide your husband because they're raping everybody out here. Check one. Check. Check one. Frank. Hey. Big day. Big recording day. Yes. This is my... This is my entire creative output right now, this podcast. <laughs> Outside of work, the only thing that I create is uh, is this radio show. Um, so we have two shows we're going to record today. End of Year Spectacular. Yeah. And a uh, Holiday Spectacular. Yeah. Uh, the first one is going to be a t- review of the year 2010. Yes. And we have a, a returning guest, uh, Duncan. Hey, fellas. Who's a trivia, trivia whiz. Yeah, in fact, trivia entrepreneur runs his own trivia company. There you go. Cool trivia. It's not like those other trivia companies. <laughs> it's cool trivia. It's not like cool comma trivia. It's cool trivia. Cool yeah. trivia. So we brought him on to pr- <clears throat> promote his business to yes, cool this extremely uh, upwardly mobile, wealthy <laughs> audience that we have. Uh, speaking Just to a you couple people, of entrepreneurs over here. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're in the tri-state area or willing to fly Duncan to your location. <laughs> it's a corporate trivia. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. So the plug is, as someone who works in an office, I well know the anxiety that comes with thinking about... What kind of team building activities should we do? We have this budget. We don't know what to do with it. Trust falls. Different places. Some people don't drink. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so the idea is that uh, you book cool trivia. Uh, You can learn more about us at trivia.cool or email me uh, at duncan at trivia.cool. Um, and <clears throat> come to your office. We use your existing AV system. It's not that expensive. It can happen right after work. You like buy your employees pizza and beer. It takes between an hour and an hour and a half, and then everyone goes home having team built successfully. There you go. Look at this dude with the elevator pitch. Yes. I'm more of a trust <laughs> fall guy. I just want like endless trust falls and like a circle, like a domino effect. Uh-huh. That's my holiday party. A human party centipede idea. of trust, trust balls. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I uh, did you ever have to do the one? It's where like you, the wave. You have an you have an egg, and you have to protect the egg. Yes, with, with like straws or something. That's like a, a picnic party kind of thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only trust building thing I can remember. I remember doing that like at my dad's corporate barbecue, like when I was a little kid, <laughs> having like the egg toss. Pretty fun. Good times. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the day that I, the only time I ever had to do that was when I worked at the bookstore in Florida years ago and we had to come in on a Saturday for team building at like 8am and I had to, uh, construct this little cage with straws to protect the egg when I dropped it off a ladder. (laughs) Right. And that was the day that my boss pulled me aside and said she was afraid that I was, uh, ripe to be, uh, recruited by a cult. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> and the, if, if, if anything uh, weird ever happened, I could reach out to her. Wow. Also, like, if like you're, you're probably, very, probably pretty accurate. You're very impressionable. What does yeah. that mean? I was just a, a total fucking roop. <laughs> it's like someone's going to take advantage of you. Just yeah. stay aware. Yeah. Just, <laughs> I'm just waiting to see who it's going to be. <laughs> but also, if you're, if you're a business owner or a supervisor and you obligate people to do anything that's supposed to be like team building or fun outside normal work hours, like you're a cop. <laughs> totally. I don't know. I love that shit personally. I, mean, I love, I love like, you know, having some sort of task that the group has to figure out together. But if your boss was like, good news, we have a task that you have to figure out together that's happening at 8 a.m. on Saturday. I'm like, sick. (laughs) 
Yeah. I don't even know if we got I, I'm paid. the first one there. I think we had to just like come in. Yeah. Like, I don't think we got paid for it. Yeah, I'm sure you didn't. Fuck that. Nuts. If my boss was like, here, here's a rope and a two by four and you have to like scale these trees in Prospect Park in eight hours. I'm like, cool, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> well, uh, I guess we'll start planning the next Frank and Eric team building. Yeah. Experience. Oh, I would love that. <laughs> we should have an outing. That'd be so fun. Um, so Duncan, how do you want to, how do you want to do the trivia? Do you want us to just uh, <clears throat> complain about the year 2010 until, <laughs> and then you just interject with uh, questions? Um, yeah. well, yeah. So, so the ask was, um, for me to write some trivia questions specifically <clears throat> about the year 2010, which yeah. was, was kind of a, a fun, uh, way of making you do the work that we're supposed to be doing. Exactly. <laughs> well, I was, I was saying challenging me to write questions around a very specific topic. That and, too. You're basically uh, our producer at this point. Yeah. I'll take that. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I'm so bad at all the other aspects of that <laughs> job. Um, but yeah, so I was, I was thinking, I don't know if you have other like topics of conversation about the year 2010 planned out. Um, but I was thinking <laughs> like, I have, I have 20 <laughs> questions. I have 20 questions written out. Okay. Perfect. Um, and I was thinking, uh, you guys have paper to write answers down on, right? Yeah, we could get you know. paper. Um, okay. Well, you know what? We, we don't even need that. Cause I was, I was thinking I have my phone. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Frank, you got too. your phone. Too, right? Phone, yeah. Just open a note on your phone. <laughs> sure. These will be yeah. our answer cards. Wait, so we're not going to reveal the que- the answer as we go. Well, so we we could do that, okay. or um, we could do because you know this gives people at home an opportunity to think about these questions. Um, is we go through like five of them, um, and then um, so there's four chunks of five, and at the end of each chunk, we'll go through those answers and like figure out what the score is and so. rounds, if you will. Sure. Sure. And that way people get to play along at home. So yeah, get okay. out your pieces of paper. It's a very interactive Frank and Eric. Yeah. Today is going to be a, two, two very interactive episodes. Yeah. Potentially the most interactive podcasts of all time. <laughs> Tell your uh, friends. I, I will say uh, we recorded this episode already, Eric and I. Yeah. And it was just about how sad we were in 2010. Yeah. How depressed we were. Yeah. So that's another one that we're, we, we in the vault. slam dunked into the vault. <laughs> so we're, we're two for two on episodes that you guys recorded, didn't like, Correct. brought me in to record again. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's our, that's yeah. our backup plan. Yeah. You're like our, uh, I'm your corked bat. Yeah. You're, sure. You're our like Harvey Keitel in uh pulp fiction. Yeah. You know? yeah. Is it pulp uh, fiction? Yeah. Yeah. He's a wolf. Yes, yeah. The wolf. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I was hungover. I laid on the couch and Eric talked about how, his dreams of being a magazine editor fell apart in the year 2010 Yeah, and <laughs> started a meetup. Yeah. yeah. And, and my, my life was just a beige on beige hellscape, <laughs> completely devoid of hope. And <laughs> so now, now you're here. Great. So round one, how about, how about we begin round one and then, I don't know. Uh, yeah. You're just, the, you're the guy who runs the trivia company. Yeah. yeah. Right? All right. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Here's a question. Okay. Let me get my, oh, um, okay. All right. I'm going to start. I'm going to start. I'm sure. Okay. Ready yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, question number one, the American dialect society's <clears throat> most unnecessary word of the year was refudiate a blend word of refute and repudiate used several times on Twitter by which politician who also had a best-selling book and a TV show in 2010? What? Best-selling politician TV show 2010. Refudiate. Hmm. 
going to write down my answer here. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if you guys want to use these as jumping <clears throat> off points for talking or if I should just just fire off five questions and then go through answers and you can, can you, talk can about you re- stuff after. Can you repeat the question? I can. <laughs> the American Dialect Society's most unnecessary <clears throat> word of the year uh-huh. was repudiate. A uh-huh. blend word of refute and repudiate used several times on Twitter by which politician who also had a best-selling book and a TV show in 2010. Best-selling book and TV show in 2010. I have written my answer down. Uh, I, I have no idea. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Listeners, pencils down. Yeah, pencils down, guys. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's the worst when you walk into a bar and it, trivia is happening. Yeah, and you're like, you're just trying to oh, get a good beer, fuck. right? I have to sit around all these fucking dorks, yeah. like watch them play trivia. Or like if you're on if you're on a first date, and yeah, you're there's trivia happening in the bar, right? Oh man, Mecklenburg's is every Tuesday, by the way. All right, I'll steer clear. <laughs> uh, question two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah let's, let's do, do it. it. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. All right. So this is how this is going to work. Cool. Yeah. Uh, question two. Rotten Tomatoes' eleventh best film of the year was Danny Boyle's retelling of Aaron Ralston's time under and escape from a boulder in Utah, starring James Franco. Yes. Per the title of the movie, how long was Ralston's arm trapped underneath the boulder? You're very good at writing these. Great, yeah, this is what I great do, structure. Okay. Mm, yeah, I got that one. I think, I, think I, I think I nailed that one. All right. Isn't it weird how <clears throat> James Franco just totally got a pass for being a total pervert? I don't think he did. You don't think so? No, I think it, I think he's is his, under some heat for that. No? Is he? Is his yeah. career over? So there was a big scandal that came out this year, right? Uh, I thought it was a couple of years ago where he was messaging that girl on on Instagram who who he met outside his show that he was doing on Broadway <clears throat> and he like followed her on Instagram and was like hey what's up and she was like yo I'm 15 and he was like that's cool how you doing <laughs> right right yeah. I remember that I, I was thinking of he had some sort of like acting class and he sort of like pressured women to have sex oh yeah I re- in scenes or like make out yeah right? or like go topless yeah um and he got some heat for that recently too. That's just like that's like old fashioned pervert shit. Yeah. Some OG <laughs> pervert stuff. Uh not a fan of that guy, I have to say. <clears throat> yeah. Uh yeah, I guess I thought he was cool, like post freaks and geeks and all that, but he's just a little too much, I think. Yeah. Must be really fun to hang out with him and his friends though. Oh yeah. When they're not being perverts. <laughs> sure. When they're just like hanging. Not taking advantage of women. Yeah. Right. Uh, a friend did comment on the Wonder Years episode and agreed that the entire episode felt like it was about come and coming. Even the growing pains, growing pains. What did I say? Wonder Years. Yeah, yeah. both. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, even like the shooting star scene felt like it was about coming. That was okay. No, <laughs> no, I could, I, I could buy that interpretation. Right? Yeah. I'm not a burger. Exactly. <laughs> it's like the, the Disney uh, level of uh, yeah. boners and shit. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Um, yeah. Everybody's just trying to get some. Do we have a, li- a list of dead people of 2010? Yeah. Uh, I'll also that say a thing? lot of the questions that I've written uh, are jumping off from people who died in 2010. Oh, okay. I see. I don't want to interfere with 
Duncan's. Well, no, it, it, I mean, it's not gonna. It's not gonna. The question isn't who died in 2010. <laughs> like, it's not gonna ruin. Like, uh, um, <laughs> so we can we can go over that now if we want. I, uh, we might we might hear some of these names come up later. You know what? I, what I wanted to do was have like a list of uh, notable events, no. current no, current events of 2010. Um, okay. Uh, moments that defined pop culture in 2010. How about that? Yeah, sure. Is that, did you just Google that just now? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Let's um, listen to you read through it online. Okay. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> listen to me read this <laughs> shitty <laughs> listicle. Yeah. Um, I don't know about any of this stuff. Oh yeah, I do. Vuvuzelas. Remember those were the things? Yes. 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 Okay. Um, that was, that was the answer to a question I wrote. So oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't tell us which question, yeah, you yeah. know? Um, <laughs> yeah, that, it, it definitely won't be obvious what yeah. question the answer is. Vuvuzela. <laughs> I'll skip that one. It's fine. Ooh, uh, 2010 was when, uh, on Jersey shore, Snooki and Jay, Jay well wrote the anonymous letter to Sammy to inform her that Ronnie was cheating on her. Interesting. Yeah, you never got into Jersey Shore, did you? I did not. That Ooh. does not compute to I'm, me. That that was a perfect reality show. I'm not a big reality show guy. Sorry, I retract that. That was a perfect piece of entertainment. <laughs> also, being from Jersey and being Italian American and growing sort of growing up in that area, it's a little too close to home. It's not like those guys are my friends. You know, it's not like, oh, that's not what Dan is actually like. No, it's just uh I, I just, I know that guy. Yeah. And I, it's very, very unappealing to me. You would look sick with a poly D blowout hairstyle. I know. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you know people growing up that? Were, oh yeah. Tons of guys in wow, high school okay. were like that. Whoa. Yeah. And like the thing to do was to go on the Jersey shore and go to Jenks club and like drink a Bud Light platinum and like a titanium bottle and listen to like the cover band. And it sucked. Sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay. So, uh, it's the year that Kanye West joined Twitter. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let's do another, uh, let's do another trivia question. <laughs> All right. Um, so, so this question is definitely some nerd shit Bear uh-huh. with me because the next one is cool. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You know, I only had a day to prepare these, so That's, I had to, you're doing a great job yeah. though, man. Yeah. This Thank is amazing. You. You're killing it. All right. Uh, so on October 22nd, 2010, the international space station broke the record for longest continuous human occupation of space at nine years and 359 days. What Russian space station previously held the record? No fucking idea. You can name every space station except the Russian one. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Um, no idea. I am writing my. Do you answer. have a hunch? <laughs> no. Okay. I'm taking a wild guess. Um, I'll write an answer. How's that? Let's here, just write here, something let's, down. Let's do this for half credit. If you can name any Russian <laughs> spacecraft. Okay, I could do that. We'll give you half a point. Okay. I thought it was a space station, not a spacecraft. I would say that a space station falls under the umbrella of spacecraft. All right, I'm right. I'm just going to make something. You could also name a satellite or a, a capsule. Sure. Yeah. Because I know, I know so many satellites and capsules. Um, okay. Um, the, the bed intruder guy, that was 2010? Oh, yeah, Antoine Dodson. Yeah. Bed do, intruder? Do you remember him? No. Uh, he's the one who was like... Hide your wife or something. Uh, hide, hide your kids. kids hide, hide your wife. Yes. <laughs> Love that guy. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, and then he was like, he was like briefly famous, right? Yeah. He had a little run there. For well, cause, cause the initial interview that he gave, uh, when I think it was his sister's <clears throat> bed was intruded, yeah. went viral. And then, uh, those guys that did all the auto tuning, like, I see made yes. one. Oh and yeah. I think it was actually the number one song on iTunes for a hot minute. Huh. And it was cool. Cause they like, they didn't have to, but they royalty shared with him. Right. And he like use that money to move to LA and like try and have an entertainment career. And obviously that failed, (laughs) (laughs) you know, it was promising for a second. Yeah. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Probably should have just put it in a mutual fund. Yeah. (laughs) You should have said, Hey, there's this thing called an IRA. (laughs) Um, so, uh, in 2010, Lady Gaga wore a dress made of meat. Okay. That sounds familiar. Um, uh, Willow Smith became an overnight sensation with Whip My Hair. I have to say, 2010 doesn't feel that far away to me. Yeah. Does it feel that way to you guys? Well, in, in doing the research for these, there were some things that felt like they happened last year, and there are some things that felt like they happened 20 years ago. Yeah. What were, think, were you, you were still, what, still in college in 2010? Yeah, I, I turned 21 in 2010. So it okay. was like that was the end of my junior and start of my <laughs> senior year. <laughs> You can say it, Eric. <laughs> no, no, I just, uh, I was just. His eyes said it all. Uh, yeah. You know, he, uh, he made a face like, wow, uh, my life was totally different. I don't know what your face was, but yeah. In 2010, I turned 30. Yeah. And I got gout. And, uh, <laughs> what's another old man? I didn't actually get gout. Although uh, gout, you know, uh, wreaked havoc amongst many of my friends. I have somehow managed not to get gout. Do your friends actually have gout? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I don't know anyone who has gout. I know three or more people who have Jesus. gout. It's an epidemic. <laughs> Isn't it Is it like a hometown thing? Yeah. I mean, it's... Well, it's not It's not contagious. It's a lifestyle thing. Right? Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's definitely a lifestyle. <laughs> All right. Too it's much like, Too much meat and too much beer. Yeah. And like not enough water. Right. Like you have to wash <laughs> all the minerals from the meat out of your system. And if you're not doing that, then they build up in your bones and, and or your joints. Sounds about right. There yeah. you go. And you have gout. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's they should really much. warn you about gout. There should be more gout awareness. Yeah. There should be the like world. when you buy a case of beer, like just a lot, look out for gout. <laughs> yeah. If there should be a thing on the side that says, <laughs> if you are planning on warning. drinking all of this tonight, <laughs> you might, you may, you may end up with gout. I feel like gout belongs in the same family of diseases with like lupus, where yeah. the name is not self-explanatory at all. Right. It sounds kind of whimsical yeah. in a way that it really does not convey how serious the disease but, but, is. But you no, think gout that sounds lupus terrifying. sounds whimsical? Oh, yeah. Lupus, lupus sounds like a Dr. Seuss so character. Yeah, like, absolutely. The lupus is the sequel to the Lorax. Yeah. It's like something you'd see at the circus. Oh, they did the lupus thing. <laughs> I love when they do the lupus. Uh, what's the one that what's the one that you get from not eating oranges at sea that's scurvy uh, scurvy. scurvy that's, that's a, a good word too yeah. yeah not not really as much of a problem in these modern times what exactly is gout again what happens it's when uh like minerals crystallize in your joints so oh, like okay. when your joints are trying to move there's like literally like crystals of things like christ like, yeah apparently it's brutally painful <laughs> <laughs> we should interview someone who has gout. Yeah, that'll be our... Bring him on the show. Yeah, our gout-tacular special. <laughs> <the spring. laughs> um, scurvy sounds cool, Scur- but scurvy sounds like like pervy. It's like... Sure, well, it sounds like a pirate. Does it? Yeah. Yeah, well... Scurvy. <laughs> yeah, you know, pirates <laughs> would call who like scurvy dogs or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Scurvy's less whimsical than lupus. 
<laughs> yeah, but, but like people would die from scurvy. Yeah, on those boats. Yeah, yeah. I'd go see the lupus if it was playing like around around the corner. I'd pay ten bucks to see the lupus. <laughs> the lupus. Um, you want some? You want some bonus trivia about scurvy? Sure. sure. Question about this, and it has nothing to do with twenty ten. This is just a fun fact. Uh-huh. All right. I'm, so, not, I'm not writing this down on my scorecard. Yeah. No. <laughs> don't worry. Um, so uh, scurvy was a huge problem until um, scientists figured out a way to preserve lime juice. Um, so that they could just bring like a barrel of preserved lime juice on boats and sailors had to drink it or they would get scurvy. Mm-hmm. And um, the sailors would mix their lime juice with the rum they had on board. And those were the first daiquiris. Interesting. And the officers, because they were they had access to the better liquor, would mix it with their gin. And those were the first gimlets. Huh. There you wow. go. And that's isn't that why they uh, they call British people limey fucks? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the root that's of that. the origin of it, yeah, right? I, I think it's still not cool to like throw that around. But. <clears throat> I mean, I wasn't calling someone a whiny fuck. You were just acknowledging that other people do that. Yeah. If you're listening to this podcast and you're British, you may have been called a whiny fuck in the past. <laughs> and we're sorry if that happened to you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's right. good. Yeah. Um, I, you know what I heard? Uh, you know how there's the thing about... Um, uh, like British colonial sailors are supposed to be the ones who originated India pale ale because adding the hops was yeah. like a, had a preservative effect. So they made these like really hoppy beers to survive the trip. I heard that's totally fake, huh? totally made up. Hmm. So then why is it called an India pale ale then? I have no idea. Uh. Somebody just made it up. Hmm. I you mean, know, it's, it's, it's a fun acronym. Yeah. Um, I think they, they, there, I was reading about some other beverage that they used to drink and it was sort of like rum or something, but it was like watered down and, and like really nasty. I think it might've been called grog. <laughs> I might be wrong. I that don't know. That sounds like a, a thing with pirates. The grog was like a variation on like, like a fermented like, like a wine or something. No, maybe, hmm. but I, I, I was reading this thing about how they just had like, like barrels of this, like cheap, cheap, booze that like you would be rationed a certain number of like you got uh, a cup and you would be able to like dunk your cup in the bucket once or <laughs> twice a day or something you get two dunks yeah <laughs> times um, are sparse all right that's all all my half half-assed probably made up trivia that i prepared <laughs> um okay what's next all right um so this, <clears throat> this is the promised cool question following okay. that nerd okay. shit this is number four this is question number four wow okay ronnie james dio mm-hmm. passed away on may 16th 2010 while the sign of the horns in metal culture has been nearly unanimously attributed to Dio, what other rock musician has repeatedly tried to claim credit for the hand sign, citing that he appears to make it on the cover of his band's 1977 album? I know who this is. I have a hunch. Do you ever see that, uh, that metal documentary where they interview Dio and he talks about the origin of it? and it's like his grandma would do it i don't buy that for one second (laughs) i think he made that up because he he didn't like i i think that that was him trying to sidestep the whole like yeah we were being goofy and like pretending we were worship satan like and he wanted to deflect that like since it became such a big deal yeah that's my my theory but he's no longer with us to confirm or deny r.i.p I mean, also, he was just such a nice guy. Yeah. Just, like, so wholesome. I could absolutely see it being, 
like just him remembering his grandma. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, re- regardless of where he got it, um, the, the story about how, you know, he replaced Ozzy and black Sabbath and Ozzy would yep. make the peace signed audiences to like kind of connect with them. Oh yeah. And Dio wanted his own variation on that. Like he didn't want to also be making the peace sign, but he wanted something he could do to the audience that they would do back to them. Hmm. Huh. Um, also in 2010, uh, her locker won best picture. Hated it. Did you, I've never seen it. Uh, I, I heard it was like great it. though. Um, uh, yeah, I felt like it was just sort of like war porn. Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes some, I loved, um, saving private Ryan for that reason. Uh, saving private Ryan did not win best picture though. I'm just saying I loved it. It's fucking robbed. Yeah. I <laughs> believe that was the year that Shakespeare in love won. Oh, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Again. That's one of the major like, um, tragedies. Also the, uh, winter Olympics in Vancouver took place in 2010. I will say every summer Olympics that has, you know, when the gymnastics are happening, those are all my dreams. I just have dreams of like gymnasts doing shit like the entire summer of do you dream of being a gymnast no just no. watching yeah semi-erotic i'm not a boo <laughs> <laughs> just sharing some feelings guys come on hey yeah, guys I mean, you're not responsible for what happens in your subconscious exactly you guys want to come over the olympics are on uh, nothing wrong with that <laughs> you're gonna tell me you don't watch the olympics <laughs> Well, if, if an Olympic sport <laughs> is going gymnastics? to find its way into your subconscious, I think gymnastics makes a lot more sense than, like, kayaking. I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. Do they have canoeing in the Olympics? I don't think so. I no. think it's just kayaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. You mean to tell me you don't watch the gymnastics when it's happening? I it find... so impressive. I mean, I respect the abilities of all the um, athletes, but holy Christ, the, the Olympics are so boring. Huh. I can't handle it. I'll watch whatever's on for the most part, but Olymp- the gymnastics, man, that's really <sighs> Frank. <it's> really <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. It really gets your motor. Running. Jesus. Okay. All right. Fine. Duncan. All right. Last, last question of this round. Okay. Um, the affordable care act was passed in 2010 at a ceremony celebrating that what three word phrase was Joe Biden caught on a mic using to describe the legislation. Mm. fucking biden <sighs> was it well known at the time uh it was it was a minor scandal that he said these words one of them is profane there's your hint oh then i oh shit no idea what that three is three word phrase Three word phrase. One with healthcare. one profanity. Minor scandal. I'm guessing it was frowned upon. It's my hunch. Yeah, usually scandals aren't things that they're celebrating politicians for. <laughs> I mean, like, he said something negative about the ACA. No? No. Okay. All right. Do we do we wanna do we wanna go through the answers mm. to round one? Yeah, let's let's you got your got your guesses locked in. Yeah, yeah. All right. And I'm I'm trusting you guys to uh score your own yeah. answers appropriately. Everybody so, pencils down. Uh the the question about um the politician that <clears throat> used the word <clears throat> repudiate several times on Twitter, who do we think that was? I said Donald Trump. I had no idea. I said Heraldo. It was Sarah Palin. Oh, oh. I remember her. Uh, yeah. I should have known that. That was her year too. Yeah. 
That was her. That was her. Jam. That was that was her like major media personality. Yeah, there. exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the first week of the year, her uh, book was the number one bestseller for nonfiction. Damn, what was it called? I forget. It's like it was going rogue. That's what it was going called. rogue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she had her <laughs> reality show in Alaska. Yeah, Sarah Palin's Alaska. And didn't her kids have a show after that too? Uh, I would believe that. What, or like her daughter was on Teen Mom or something. Her daughter was on Teen Mom. Yeah, her, yeah. and yeah. her daughter was on Dancing with the Stars for two different seasons. Jesus Christ! Yeah, you don't get it while you can, I guess. Yeah, right? it's true. Why work? <laughs> All right, big uh, fat goose egg so far. Yes, yeah, same. <laughs> All right, um, zero zero tie. Uh, per the title of the film, how long was uh, James Franco's character Aaron Ralston trapped under that boulder? I said seventy-two hours. <laughs> I said 127 hours. Oh, you're right. Eric is correct. Fuck. Yes. (laughs) Close. One nothing, Eric. That was close. Um, I said 126 hours. (laughs) (laughs) No points for close. Close. Um, Okay. So I I think we both. I'm not getting any points. All of us know that you guys don't know that (sighs) Mir was the Russian space station mm. at the International Space Station. Mir? Uh, Mir. 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 M-I-R. It's Russian. M-I-R. For me. Huh. Okay. All yeah. right. I vaguely remember that name. Uh, yeah, that sounds familiar. Yeah. Wasn't my answer, uh, but it sounds familiar. But but for a half a point, could you name a Russian spacecraft? Sputnik. I just put Boris Yeltsin Space Station. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> just a shot in the dark see what that would get me uh, I any points <laughs> any points for that no I, th- there was never a space station named right, after well, Boris Yeltsin uh, Sputnik is Sputnik of course yes. yeah, well. alright I'll take my half yeah um, one and a half uh, to nothing God Eric. damn it um, come back. Who is the musician who has frequently claimed that he originated Sign of the Horns, even though it was clearly Ronnie James Dio? Lemmy? Gene Simmons. It's Gene Simmons. Fuck. That was, yeah. my, that was my second guess. He appears to be doing it on Kiss's 1977 album, Love Gun. Okay. That was the giveaway there is... a good guess, though, right? Lemmy would never lie. Sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Although I... I I feel like I've seen Lemmy doing the horns to the audience. Oh, it's yeah, of course. Like, sure. away yeah. From. Yeah. Um, I think he's big on metal insignia too, metal phrases and yeah symbolism. He is metal <laughs> symbolism. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> and finally, that three-word phrase that Joe Biden used to describe the Affordable Care Act, otherwise known as Obamacare. Oh yeah, huge shit balls. <laughs> what, what was it? Big fucking deal. Oh. Uh, yeah, he, he was introducing Obama and then turned to him thinking that he was far enough away from the mic and said, this is a big fucking deal. Hmm. God damn it. Back when old stumbly Uncle Joe wasn't threatening to ruin the election next year. He doesn't make any fucking sense on stage now. Like in the d- debates, he's just a mess. Um, but we're not going to get into that on this show because it's not funny or entertaining. Okay, so um, just a sidebar. I went to see Mount Erie last night. Mm-hmm. Do you know, are you guys familiar with his work? He was also the microphones. Yes. And his wife died um, a couple years ago. He has like a two-year-old daughter and she died maybe when the daughter was six months old mm-hmm. of cancer pretty yeah. suddenly. And so he wrote two extremely depressing albums about her death, just like basically reading his diary and strumming along with, with his guitar. Uh, and then Michelle Williams popped up. 
Yeah. So he, Michelle Williams, also a widow, yeah. also has a kid. They get married. Yeah. He moves to New York City. Things are going gangbusters for him right now. Yeah. Right? You know, at least we think so. You know, I think like nine months later, they break up. They're divorced now. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. He moves back to Oregon. So he plays a show last night. All these super fucking gut-wrenching songs, right? And all of his original music. He closes the show with um, Whitney Houston's I Will Always Love You. Oh, Jesus Christ. Which sounds like a really corny move. Yeah. And when he first started strumming it, everyone like kind of laughed. But the whole place was waterworks, like halfway through the song. Like my friend sitting next to me was just like crying her ass out. That's... uh. Dolly, a Dolly Parton song. Okay, Dolly Parton. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. But yeah. <clears throat> wow. It was in a church, too. It's pretty wild, too. I could see that being... Uh, Very emotional. Effective. Very emotional. Yeah. Cool. That's it, yeah. Well, that's sad. <laughs> <laughs> I was just referencing like him playing an old song now. Yeah, yeah that's all. Yeah. yeah. Now that we're wrecked, shall we begin round two? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's a there's a Dolly Parton podcast that's do, doing really well right now. Yeah, I heard about that. Um, and there's a whole episode about that covers a lot of that song and like what it's all about. And it's the story behind that song is that uh, Dolly Parton, when she first started, had this like she was employed by this guy who had like a weekly television show, and it was like a like a country music TV show, like Grand Ole Opry type thing. Yeah, yeah. And he had this woman on the show and she ended up leaving. So he hired Dolly and like Dolly was this total unknown. And so she became really famous because she was on his show and he sort of like, um, felt like, like they had this really, uh, sort of acrimonious relationship, Mm -hmm. uh, because he felt like he made her and she was sort of growing beyond him in popularity and he got resentful and everything. Um, and she wrote that song, and when she quit, she walked into his office and sang it to him. Interesting. It's, it's about him. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. That's wild. Brutal. Yeah. <laughs> Wonder if he cried, too. He I did. mean, that's a hell of a way for someone to quit. Yeah. Know? Like if Next if, time I quit my job, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> I'll sing it to my whole staff. If, if your <laughs> employee quits, but in doing so sings it writes and sings one of the greatest love songs of all time to to and for you let him go you know that's a high bar man yeah. <laughs> oh that was really good clean out your fucking desk <laughs> you're like getting one week references. Yeah. <laughs> all right all right what's next round two question one uh so we talked about how 2010 was the year that kanye joined twitter yeah uh, but he did not amass enough followers to be the most followed account on Twitter in that year. Okay. That's what this question is about. Okay. The crown for most Twitter followers was passed twice in 2010. Mm. While Lady Gaga would end the year in the lead after taking it from Britney Spears in August, the leader going into 2010 was which actor known for being the first to reach a million followers on the platform? Um, I have a... I have an educated guess. Which actor? 2010. Is he funny? Are, are we doing hints? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like... See, yes or no question. Is, is he funny or not? Like, well, if, if, if Eric's confident in his is funny? answer... Funny is subjective. Do you think he's funny? <laughs> <laughs> I can't answer that, Frank. Oof, all right. Mm. Was he in a big movie that year? He might have been. <laughs> 
think they can do this on Jeopardy? <laughs> uh, Alex, is this guy tall? <laughs> mustache? Does he have a mustache? Um, okay. Like a charming guy. Like... <laughs> He might be like just movies or TV too. Frank. <laughs> all right. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, we can, we can play this game when we get to the end of the round and your answers are locked in. Yeah. Yeah. I'll revisit that one. All right. Uh, the next question was going to be about a Vuvuzela, uh, but just uh, give us a question anyway. We'll, we'll see. All right. I'll cut this one. Right. Here's, here's your free point to get Frank out of the gooser that he's at right now. Uh, the World Cup was held in South Africa in 2010. You probably don't remember that Spain won, but you might remember the constant noise from the traditional South African noisemakers wish we had called bu- what? We should, wish we had buzzers. So you want you would like to do a more like traditional game show style. more head to head okay yeah future that'll be a future <laughs> yeah can well, we do t- that t- tell you what in in two questions i've got one where the answer is going to be a movie and i'm just going to start reading out descriptions that get more and more specific and the first one of you to tell me what it is okay the point. how about that it'd be okay. nice to have a buzzer that's all i'm saying <laughs> we'll get you a buzzer <laughs> jesus <laughs> so Vuvuzela, got that one yeah that'll be worth a point okay free point Okay, the real question, uh, <laughs> round two, question three. Uh-huh. One of the most significant disasters of 2010 was the oil spill in the Gulf of Mexico that resulted from an explosion on an offshore drilling rig. What was the name of the rig, which was also the title of the movie about the disaster released in 2016, starring Mark Wahlberg? Oh, Jesus, oh, right on the tip of my tongue. <sighs> wasn't you got fi- some time to think about it. Wasn't the fighter... <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't Ted. It wasn't. Ba- <laughs> it wasn't Boogie Nights. It wasn't Basketball Diaries. Fuck. It wasn't this? minor character in The Departed. Mark Wahlberg. Royal Tanker. Not gonna get it. Can you reread the question, please? Yeah. <laughs> One of the most significant disasters of 2010 was the oil spill in the Gulf of Mexico that resulted from an explosion on an offshore drilling rig. What was the name of the rig, which was also the title of the movie about the disaster released in 2016 and starring Mark Wahlberg? 2016 Wahlberg. I think this is one of those movies that like got enough hype when it came out that it made back its budget in the theater, but then no one thought about it again. Like it's not a good movie. Mm. Hey, what do you, do you have the answer, Eric? He's just Googling it. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm responding <laughs> to uh, a guest who's going to be on our next episode. Uh, um, I, so it's not Ted, not Ted, not Ted two. Um, I can't think of anything else that he's done recently. Um, God, it's like right there. I I know as soon as I hear it, it's yeah. Is he a big environmentalist guy? Because I know Leo is Leo like cares about water all of a sudden. He's cared about water for a long time. Him and his Victoria's secret models were like on the water crusade. Yeah. Trying to save water. Fuck that guy. Um, uh, 
It's not the Transformers movie he was in. Yeah. <sighs> All right. I'm, I don't know. I'm just going to yeah, say next question. I, I, don't I don't know. All right. So this, this is the one where the answer is a movie. Okay. I'm going to describe it in a way that gets more and more specific. And as soon as you know it, should, say it. Should we make a, like a, make a sound? Like a slap, slap the no, just, floor just, or something? Or just say it. It's clap our hands. <clears throat> just, just say it. Yeah. <laughs> I know you want a buzzer. I do want a buzzer. We yes. don't have one. I did. I like how one. I want a buzzer, but I don't have any of the answers. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Audiences were clearly not kept away by this highest grossing live action comedies. 10% on rotten tomatoes. Leftover. Uh, uh, hangover. Uh, that was hangover at least five years before 2010 okay. right. movie. 43. <laughs> Was not that high grossing. <laughs> also, I think that was 2012 or 2013. Yeah, you're right. It was. Uh, a sequel would come out three Ted. years later that would only get a 7%, but still gross basically as well. The internship. Oh, horrible bosses. So close here. I'm so close. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start telling you who uh, was in the film. Okay. Okay. And... Uh, it's five names, I guarantee, by the end you'll have it. Not the internship, not the hangover. It's not the internship okay. or the hangover. It's nothing you've said so far. Okay. <laughs> okay. All your buzzes would have been in vain. Uh, Rob Schneider. Oh. Oh, um, fuck. Wait, uh, wait, hold on. Wait, I got this. It's a fucking Adam Sandler movie. Hold on. Where they're all like old, like. Uh, oh, my God. You know what I'm talking about? That's that's the movie. Wait, fucking, wait. It's like it's like I could just see them doing like a fucking potato sack race. They're uh, all like fucking 40 and hanging out. Yeah. It's the one where they're all riding motorcycles. Uh, that one. Rob Schneider, David Spade, Chris Rock, Kevin James, Adam Sandler. It's not. Here comes the boom. <laughs> it's. What? I really don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? What is it? Um, old old guys? Is it, is it called oh, old, it's, it's old a dudes? synonym for that. Seniors? Grown-ups. Grown-ups. Oh, I, I gave that to you. I gave that to you. I gotta have a point for that one. I love it when the guy who has access to the soundboard gets to take a victory lap. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And a half pointer. All right. Last question. <laughs> Last question of the round. Uh, this, this is a two. How part. many rounds do we have, by the way? Um, I think we have 18 questions with the ones that I've had to trash because uh, you guys brought up. Okay. Um, but, I mean, we can stop whenever. Okay. Uh, I'm in no rush. We have a ceiling. We have no floor. I'm sure all the listeners are like, don't stop, please. <laughs> all right. So this one's two-parter. Um, so worth a, a potential two total points. Uh-huh. Um, the two best-selling works of fiction in 2010 were both third in the series sequels, both about women, and would both be made into films, although one of those films was only filmed in Swedish. Sorry, I wasn't listening. Can you repeat the question? Yeah, I'll start over. <laughs> Sorry. Do you know the answer, Eric? Yeah. Okay, fine. The two <laughs> best-selling works of fiction in 2010 were both third in the series sequels, both oh. about women, and would both be made into films, yep. although one of those films would only be in Swedish. Okay. The other is a YA novel. What were those books? Okay. I know this. Fuck. You know both of them? I think so. Okay. 
It would not surprise me to learn that neither of you have read either of these books. Hmm. But it's, it's a, but it's a trilogy though, right? They're, they're both trilogies. Did you misunderstand the question? <laughs> Can you reread the question? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So again, there's two answers to this question. Oh, okay. Both of them yeah, were that the I know for a total of two points. Yeah. The two best-selling works of fiction in 2010 were both third in the series sequels. I see. There's a book. There's a sequel. Then there was this one. Both about women. Females, the main character. And would both be made into films, although one was only filmed in Swedish. The other, the one that was not filmed in Swedish, is a YA novel. What's it called? What were those books? I think I know this. I think I know this. I don't think I know either one. Like, I I know what series they're from, but I don't know the titles. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, You guys want some answers? Yeah. All right. Round two over. <clears throat> Answers locked in. Pencils down. <clears throat> sure. Score reminder: Eric, two and a half points. Frank, donut. I have I have a half a point from the last one. I I helped Eric with the grown ups one. At the host discretion, I'm gonna I'm gonna. Well, you've you've, you've got a guaranteed point coming up. So yeah. So uh, take heart in that. Yeah, yeah. Um, who opened 2010 with the most followers on Twitter? Who was also the first to reach a million on the platform? My answer: Ashton Kutcher. I said that Charlie Sheen. Ashton Kutcher is correct. Fuck. <laughs> it's close on that one. It's pretty close. Um, what? He's huge. By the way, guys, he's a really big star. <laughs> <laughs> um, what were the African noisemakers uh, at the World Cup called? Vuvu Zela. Frank, was that also your answer? It is also my answer. Point for each of you. All right, great. Um, neither of you got to the name of the under the, the drilling rig that exploded. No idea. It was called Deepwater Horizon. Oh. There it is. There it is. Uh, Eric got a point for Grown Ups. Close. And, so close in that one. Uh, the books. Any guesses? So it was the the girl the uh, girl kicked the hornet's nest. Right? That is a correct answer. Whoa! And I don't know which. Hunger Games it is. It is in the Hunger Games series. Fuck. Yeah. I couldn't even remember Hunger Games. And then I knew it was something related to the girl with the dragon I, tattoo. I don't know which, I don't know the names of the series for Hunger Games. Uh, it was called Mockingjay. Oh, okay. yeah. I remember yeah. seeing that on the poster. So I got two points for that, right? Okay. So <laughs> Eric got Ashton Kutcher, uh, Vuvuzela, and <clears throat> Grown Ups. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frank got Vuvuzela and girl that kicks the hornet's nest okay so eric is now at five and a half points and frank is at two okay still anyone's game fellas exactly okay still totally open all right round three round three we're still talking about books great uh also saw the beginning of the trend of popular twitter accounts cashing in by releasing books Okay. What was arguably the first salvo of the trend based on an account run by Justin Halpern that would also be adapted into a TV show that year? My old boss went on to be a writer on that show. Yeah, I think I should know what this is, but I, don't, I can't remember the name of it. I don't know what that is. Another, I, remember, I remember it happening, but I can't remember the name of the book. Another big fat goose egg for Frank. <laughs> <laughs> 
Fucker. You know what it's called? Yeah. Fine. Um, all right. Round three, question two. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, there's, there's uh, six potential correct answers to this question. You'll have time to think about it over the, the next couple. Um, you're probably going to hate me for this because this is not in either of your wheelhouses. Maybe your listeners will like it. Is this another space station question? Here we go. No, no. This is, this is another thing, thing about robots. Like. Um, eight of the top 10 selling video games of 2010 yep, represented uh, six video <clears> game <throat> series that to date have sold more than 70 million copies each. The two odd games out are We Fit and Red Dead Redemption. Uh, how many of those six video game series that have sold more than 70 million copies each can you name? I, are you kidding me with this question? I, <laughs> <laughs> I am. I, I don't even know what that question is about. Yeah. <laughs> that was a real journey of a question. I don't have the reading comprehension. <laughs> that was an SAT question. <laughs> um, but it's video game stuff. So assume. Yeah the, yeah. the the question is basically name best selling video game series. Zelda. <laughs> I mean, you could write it down if you want. <laughs> Six of them though, right? Yeah. Six. Of 2010. Yeah. All right. I'm going to. Put okay, fine. Answer. We're going to do this. All right. Don't worry. The next question's cool. <laughs> do we get do we get uh like half points for or six of a point for the, the way the way that I was planning on scoring this is um if like Frank got three and Eric got five, Eric would get two points for it. So mm, it's like okay. the difference in the mm, total. Okay. <sighs> hey, would one of our audience members grab the other one of these out of the <clears> bridge <throat> for me? <laughs> what is that fucking car game that everyone loves there's a bottle opener on that the fucking car Sorry. game uh there it is You're talking about cruising usa yep that's it oh i got high and puked playing cruising usa <laughs> once like recently do you know when i was the, like 16 hmm. do you attribute the puking to the game no, I just got too stoned. Oh, so you would have puked playing like Donkey Kong too? Definitely, but like, <laughs> but like watching that like hypnotic road just go by while yeah, I was yeah. super stoned. Whew, bad help. scene. Yeah, because I remember the way the game is engineered. Like your car stays in the same place. Yes. and the road is what moves. Yeah, and I can I can see that being disorienting. Yeah, even if you're not stoned out of your gourd. I, had, I think I might have the answer to this. Actually, I didn't eat anything, so I didn't have anything to puke. And uh-huh. I just remember being in the bathroom trying not to let everybody else know that I was puking, <laughs> and I was like. But nothing was coming out. And like, have you ever been like puking so hard that it feels like your eyeballs are going to pop out of your head? Oh, yeah. Every time I puke. It was just hell on earth. Yeah. (laughs) Never Uh, puked from getting high. Thank God. Uh, All right. Next question. All right. Now we're hitting the questions. They're based on people that passed away in 2010. Great. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Box tops and big star lead singer Alex Chilton died on March 17th of the year. What Minnesota-based rock band named a song after him on their 1987 album, Pleased to Meet Me? Easy. I have no idea what that is. Can you repeat the question? Yep. <laughs> Box Tops and Big Star lead singer Alex Chilton died on March 17th of the year. What Minnesota-based rock band named a song after him on their 1987 album, Pleased to Meet Me? So easy. Okay. No idea. <laughs> 
This is gonna be one of those butt rock bands that you love. It's no, kind of like, this is this <laughs> you'll, get, cool. you'll get thrown off that balcony yeah. for calling them a butt rock band. This is, this is one of the most unassailable, unassailably cool rock bands in the history of music. Truth. Okay, that's a hint. <laughs> okay, use that. Um, all right, uh, Peter Steele, lead singer and bassist of Typo Negative, died on April fourteenth. Uh huh. Name either of Typo Negative's best-selling albums, oh, one platinum and one gold. Flashback to like high school band t-shirts. Yeah. Don't they have that song? It's like, everything dies. Probably. That sounds like Peter Steele. Yeah. He was another tall king like myself. I believe he was like 6'10". I almost, a tall I almost <laughs> wrote this question. Was Peter Steele taller, shorter, or same height as Eric? Mm. Um, but I a thought bonus. that would... That would uh, I think it's a little biased of a question though, right? Eric knows other tall guys. It's like well, Eric thing. would have gotten this wrong because Peter Steele is, in fact, 6'8", just like Eric. Oh, mm, wow. There you go. Yeah. Still a tall king. Also, <laughs> there's like four different pictures on the internet where you can see his wiener. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Loves getting his picture taken with his wiener. Out. Like, uh, on... <laughs> well, it's hard to tell because the, the scale is... Was, is it on purpose or is he like falling asleep and his pants are down? Like what's, what's happening? <laughs> is no, it a little? He, he, <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he meant to have his dick out. I see. Yeah. He's, you know, he's clearly like, Hey, check my dick out. Like, like this a is, promo photo or what? I, I don't know. Yeah. They're trying to do a band photo and he's like, guys, <laughs> guys, I sat in some gum. <laughs> 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 That's funny. Okay. Uh, and your, your final... Guys, what time is it? Look at my watch. <laughs> it's not tiny. I'll say that. Uh, your final question of round three. Okay. Yankees owner George Steinbrenner died on July 13th, 2010. Oh, yeah. When the character of George Steinbrenner would appear as part of George Costanza's job with the Yankees on Seinfeld, who would provide the character's voice? Oh, yeah. It's easy. easy. Yeah, it's easy. Got it. Okay. All right, pencils down, locked in, round three over. Yeah, let's yes. Do it. <sighs> All right. Uh, score update Eric is at five and a half points. Frank is at two. So close. <laughs> um, you might pull out a win on this round. Yeah, yeah. This is my round. Uh, what was the Twitter account that uh, released a book in 2010? Oh, I had no idea. That shit, my dad says. It was shit, my dad says. There you go. One that, point for that last comedy. one season? Yeah. Uh, if that. Yeah, it, it won like best new comedy. Huh. And still got canceled after one season. Wow. <clears throat> okay. Um, uh, I'm just going to tell you the video game series. Hold on. You can tell me how many you got. Okay, oh, sure. You, yeah, you, right. you, yeah. No, go ahead. No, you, go can, ahead. you can make your guess. No, go, That's no, go for it. Go for it. Yeah, go for it. Uh, Call of Duty. Oh, damn it. Okay. Mario. Got it. Oh, damn it. Pokemon. Oh, so nope. close. <laughs> Halo. Ah, oh, shit. Nope. Madden. Fuck. Oh, and the one I was surprised to learn has sold so well as a series, Just Dance. Okay, uh, that's a big well, one. goose egg for me. Frank had one. Eric has none. All right, so yes. one each this round. I had. I wrote Portal because it's the only game. I like. <laughs> you didn't write Sewer Shark. Well, other. I knew that that wasn't 2010. Right, yeah, Nobody uh, except for me was playing Sewer Shark. Oh, and Doom 007. Okay. Those are those are good guesses. Yeah, those are series that have sold yeah. well. Zelda, Grand Theft Auto. That was my other guess. Um, a Zelda. Uh, 2010 did not have a Zelda or a Grand Theft Auto. Game. Well, there you I'm go. sure if it had, uh, those would have those would have been on the list. Yeah. Um, what <clears throat> Minnesota-based rock band has a song called Alex Chilton? The Replacements. 
Yeah, well, is the replacements. I don't really listen to them. So. Uh, well, you should, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Any, anyone name a typo negative album? Double negative? No. That was a guess. Thanks. I got it. No. Uh, their second best-selling gold album is called October Rust. Okay. okay. And uh, their best-selling only platinum album is called Bloody Kisses. Nope. That's the one that was on they all have the bands. Those both sound made up. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. That's what they call the album. We should end the show with a typo negative song. <laughs> I was going to do a replacement song. But all right, fine. Yeah, no, I'll do typo negative. Uh, and finally, for, for all my tall kings out there, just <laughs> <laughs> so let your wiener hang out next time your, your picture taken. Uh, who was it that provided uh, the voice of George Steinbrenner on Seinfeld? It's Larry David. Yeah, I got it. It's Larry too. David. Okay, so that's uh, three points for Eric and two points for Frank. Okay. I think uh, we're coming up on an hour, so that should be our third and final round. Yeah. Okay. I have I have one more question. <clears throat> okay. That I feel good about. Is this going to be like the the tiebreaker? We can make this worth all the marbles. Yeah. Let's if Eric that. wants to just flush his five and a half point lead <laughs> down the toilet. I just did. I just <laughs> that flex, sounds good. I flex some serious good. nuts on this podcast, guys. <laughs> all right. For a million points, here's your last question. Uh huh. Christopher Nolan's Inception was the only movie in the top 10 highest grossing films that was a live action original property included in the cast were frequent Nolan collaborators, Killian Murphy, Tom Hardy, and what most prolific Nolan collaborator who has appeared in no less than seven of the director's films with an eighth coming out next year. I'm just going to go ahead and say, when you know it, say it guy Pierce. No, Jonathan Nolan. Leo? Yeah, Leo was my next guess. He's old. Oh, Michael Caine. Boom. Damn. Game, set, <laughs> match, Eric. So that, what does that give me? A million and five points? One million and eight and a half points. <laughs> That's close. A new yeah. cool trivia record. That's close. Yeah. Pretty good. So, uh, yeah, that's the end of the episode. This has been our first ever ever uh, sponsored content. Yeah, uh, yeah, which bro- I really appreciate, fellas. We're gonna have buzzers next time. We're gonna do this with buzzers. Yeah, we can do this however you want. It's your show. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Brought to you by Cool Trivia. Look at us up. <laughs> Trivia cool. Trivia cool. You can find us on Twitter or Instagram at at Cool Trivia NYC. Email me at Duncan at Cool Trivia. I'd love to help host at your office. There you go. Yeah. And uh, as always, we're Frank and Eric, frankanderic.com. Sign up for our newsletter. Look for us on Twitter. Uh, rate and review us on uh, <laughs> iTunes or whatever it's called now, Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, stay positive. Yeah. We love you. <laughs>
Thank you. 